The less your business spends, the more margin you keep. But today, everything costs more. So smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one proven platform, helping you reduce IT costs, maintenance costs, and manual errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash earnings right now. NetSuite.com slash earnings. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Welcome to Prognosis. I'm Laura Carlson. It's day 275 since coronavirus was declared a global pandemic. Today's main story, how do you roll out a vaccine state by state to hundreds of millions of people in the middle of a pandemic? You start with the flu shot. But first, here's what happened in virus news today. COVID-19 vaccine shots were administered by U.S. hospitals on Monday. It's the initial step in a historic drive to immunize millions of people as deaths in the U.S. approach the 300,000 mark. The first shot went to critical care nurse Sandra Lindsay in New York, the city that was once the epicenter of the pandemic. Hospitals around the country went into overdrive this weekend, preparing to receive and administer the first doses of the vaccine. Shipments started leaving Pfizer's Michigan plant early on Sunday morning, less than two days after the Food and Drug Administration authorized the vaccine for emergency use. They are scheduled to arrive at hundreds of sites between today and Wednesday. Italy overtook the UK as the European country with the highest number of COVID-19 deaths. The death toll puts pressure on Prime Minister Giuseppe Conte's government as it seeks to prevent a flare-up of the contagion during the holiday season. Finally, Pfizer and BioNTech may soon allow participants in its vaccine trial to learn whether they received a placebo rather than the real thing and get the actual shot if they wish. In an emailed statement, Pfizer said the option would be voluntary. And now for today's main story. As the first shots of the COVID-19 vaccines in the U.S. are administered, one of many big hurdles has yet to be cleared. States must transport and distribute the massive orders to the millions who need it. The state of Louisiana has been thinking about this problem for months. In November, they decided to test their vaccination strategy using the flu vaccine. For the first time, the state hosted drive-through clinics across all of its nine public health regions. 
These were official exercises to practice vaccinating the state's nearly 5 million residents in the era of social distancing. Angelica Levito went to Shreveport, Louisiana, as the project was unfolding, to find out what a mass vaccination looks like during a pandemic. Success is more than a destination. It's a path you take one step at a time. It's dedication. It's fortitude. And it's the work, passion, and grit inside of us that comes before all recognition. That's what Stiefel has been doing for over 130 years. And it's why Stiefel is one of the fastest-growing wealth management firms in the country. And Stiefel goes beyond traditional wealth management to offer you a full suite of banking services, direct access to one of the industry's largest equity research franchises, and a leading middle market investment bank. Quietly, yet strategically, Stiefel has built a company and culture unlike any firm on Wall Street. Because success is the drive it takes to keep pushing. It's the passion to keep investing. It's the best of each of us, made better by the best in all of us. And that is where success meets success. Find a financial advisor at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, Incorporated. Member SIPC and NYSE. I'm standing in the parking lot at the Louisiana State Fairgrounds. Off in the distance toward the outskirts of the grounds, you can see signs for pizza and corn dogs. It's about 8 o'clock in the morning, and local health workers have already been here for hours setting up a drive through flu shot clinic. To my left, we have the health department workers who are getting organized. They were moving boxes earlier filled with gloves and then there's thermometers that they're going to be handing out to people in line. Over here the National Guard setting up tents. They are in uniform. Everybody's wearing a mask. The health department is hosting similar scenes across the state this fall. These are to practice how the state might administer COVID-19 vaccines when they become available. It's the first time the city of Shreveport has offered drive-through vaccinations. It's also the largest vaccine event the area has ever hosted. Nurses are ready to give up to 1,500 shots. Dr. Martha White oversees the operation. She leads the regional health office. Today, she whizzes around the parking lot, checking in with her nurses, the National Guard, and the police officers patrolling the area. It's 9.01. We have our first few cars coming through. The nurses are preparing the, the shot. They're working together, taking out the vial. Because these are not individual doses, they have to actually take out with a syringe a pre-set amount. And here we go. Here comes another nurse, and she is sticking the man's arm with a shot and rolls down his sleeve. He puts the car in gear and now he's on his way. This scene almost makes the operation look easy, but it's only a preview of a far more complex effort ahead. The United States will soon start its largest mass vaccination campaign in modern history. The goal is to immunize as many Americans as possible against COVID-19. 
the challenges are almost endless. The vaccines themselves are delicate. They have to be kept at specific temperatures in order to be effective. Then, doctors and pharmacists will need to make sure people come back for their second shot, and they will need to vaccinate millions of people in the era of social distancing. Vaccines could help end a pandemic that has killed about 300,000 Americans and ravaged the economy. Both effects can be felt here in Louisiana. The state has a high number of infections and deaths as a percent of its population. About 270,000 people have fallen ill. About 7,000 have died. Downtown Shreveport is empty these days. Government employees are working from home. Signs outside coffee shops ask patrons to wear masks. Some slot machines at the casinos along the riverfront are turned off to allow for social distancing. Shreveport Mayor Adrian Perkins says the city's economy has been devastated. One large casino in the area is already out of business. And our casinos here locally have been hit very, very hard as well. Uh, with the revenue shortchanges when they close the casinos and now when they open them, they still can only have so much capacity. So their revenue is down and that impacts the city's budget because the city get revenue directly from the casinos and an enterprise fund. So the city budget has been hit quite hard as well. Controlling the virus offers the only way forward for Shreveport and communities across the country, but not everybody wants to comply with measures to stop the spread. Some people do not believe the virus is real. Dr. White can tell you it's very real. Her husband was on a ventilator for two months, nearly dying multiple times. She has reviewed every coronavirus death certificate in the region. Yet every day, she fights with people who call the pandemic a hoax. She pleads with people who were exposed to the virus to quarantine. She begs others to simply wear a mask. Someone compared her to the Soviet Union's Joseph Stalin. She blames it on COVID becoming so politicized. She says the divide has made her job much harder. People aren't happy with the restrictions and they aren't happy with, you know, having to isolate or quarantine. And so you have to sometimes tell people things they don't want to hear. But all, all I can do is tell them what this virus is and what it's going to do and what they need to do in response. And that's really my job. Dr. White's work won't get any easier once COVID vaccines become available. She will need to tell people to trust the science. A lot of people already don't. Add in skepticism from minority communities who have been hit especially hard by the virus, and you have quite the challenge. There's definitely vaccine hesitancy, but there's vaccine hesitancy all the time. And then now that you've got this new vaccine, some people are like, I think I'm going to wait and see. And um, I think the there's also all these conspiracy theories. And so, you know, if you can get back down to the science of it and, and talk to them about all the research and the fact that most of these vaccines started in preparation to SARS and MERS. So there was a base on It's not like it just, they already had a good strong base for the vaccine. So it didn't happen overnight. It's not been rushed. Actually administering shots will also be hard. Drive-throughs are a good way to space people out, but they also require a lot of work to stand up. 
Back at the fairgrounds, dozens of nurses are ready to give flu shots. Cars trickle in more slowly than Dr. White would like. Nurses lounge in soccer chairs waiting for people to show up. One nurse, Don Leone, has seen the virus's deadly capabilities firsthand. I think that people may not respect this virus the way that we should. Leone's family had been gathering every Sunday to worship together. Somebody brought the virus one weekend and infected the others. Nine relatives tested positive. Leone's mother, father, and husband were all hospitalized at the same time. Her father died. Her mother and husband recovered. Her husband still experiences lingering effects like shortness of breath. It's a real struggle for families, and it's not just illness. It affects other areas of our homes and our lives. And um, it'll affect me for a long time to see what I saw my dad went through. Vaccines could return a sense of normalcy if enough people get one. That's why Dr. White's role is so important. Practicing now gives her a chance to see what works. You know, the flow's gone really well. Mm -hmm. So we like the way it's set up, and I think it's we wouldn't have a backup even. We'd ha it'd take a lot of people for us to get behind, so that's good. I think it's been a good walkthrough. I just wish we had more people to test it. The fairgrounds are a good place to reach vulnerable residents. They are located on the west side of town home to Shreveport's black community. Mayor Perkins says Shreveport is divided into two distinct sections, like most southern cities. A bus route runs along the fairgrounds. Dr. White says in the future, they could offer walk-up shots to accommodate residents who can't drive there on their own. She also thinks about the best hours to reach more workers. These are all elements to consider for next time. The question is, like, the sustainability. So, like, how long would you want to do it this way? So would we do it once a week? Would you do it, you know, for a full week and say, okay, anybody who wants to come? That's what you'd have to tweak in your head about, like, um, what, are, what are the other ways we're going to offer it? By the end of the day, only 400 of the 1,500 shots are given out. Dr. White wonders if people already were vaccinated because it's now November. The CDC had recommended getting a flu shot by the end of October. Dr. White will share the results from the flu shot clinic with her boss, Dr. Frank Welch. He leads the state health department's immunization planning, and he knows the importance of thinking ahead. Louisiana has seen its share of hurricanes, floods, and tornadoes. This is conducted as an official exercise. So um, things, things that go right will be shared with everything. Things will go wrong will be shared with everyone. And we will do an, what we call an after-action report to say, you know, these are the good things, these are the bad things. Here's how we solved them. Here's if we didn't solve them. And, and, and you know, sharing that with our entire state to make sure that, that everyone gets the benefit of those lessons learned. Unlike with coronavirus testing, the state has the luxury of months to prepare. It will need every second it can get. This campaign will be like no other. That was Angelica Levito. And that's it for our show today. For coverage of the outbreak from 120 bureaus around the world, visit Bloomberg.com coronavirus. And if you like the show, please leave us a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. 
It's the best way to help more listeners find our global reporting. The Prognosis Daily Edition is produced by Topher Forges, Jordan Gaspure, Magnus Henriksen, and me, Laura Carlson. Today's main story was reported by Angelica Levito. Original music by Leo Sidrin. Our editors are Rick Schein and Francesca Levy. Francesca Levy is Bloomberg's head of podcasts. Thanks for listening. The Bloomberg Sustainable Business Summit returns to London on April 25th for a solution-driven look at the sustainable business and finance landscape, looking at the latest trends in ESG regulations, supply chain innovation and transition finance. Speakers include leaders from CDP, Emirates Environment Group, TNFD, Ctrace, COA and more. Summit advisors include City and Schneider Electric. Visit BloombergLive.com slash SBS 2024 to learn more.